So, all of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will, where do you want to start? Best podcast in all of space and time. It's the Gallifrey Broadcasting System. Welcome, welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Gallifrey Broadcasting System. It's your hosts, Jace. And Sean. And we are coming at you with a really cool episode this week. We're going to be talking about, of course, the reveal of the 13th Doctor's outfit, costume, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Wait, they, they revealed the costume? Yeah, I know, right? It's not like it was not all over the internet or anything. So yeah, we're gonna be giving our, uh, I guess, our review. I don't know what you would say. Eh, not really a review. Just kind of like first yeah, what we feel about it. What's our yeah, our first impression? Our Perfect. first impression. Yeah. We'll be talking about you know some of the other elements surrounding it, and then of course the way the TARDIS has changed as well. But before we get into all that, I wanted to drop the bomb. Sean, did you get your tattooed updated? I did. I finally got it, man. And, you know, she, she did some new work, only about an hour and a half. I probably have some new work, and then we touched some, some spots that didn't, like, settle very well. But you've seen – you. I think I've, I posted some pictures on Facebook. Uh, of course, I'm not going to post them on the our uh, GBS right. website page yet until it's done. We added some of the tick marks that you would see when you see the, sil- or when you see the silence. Man. And uh, they look just like they were Sharpie marks. Like, if someone were to come up to me, I think they would go, hey, dude, you have Sharpie on your arm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, they look it, just it, like it that. It looks just like that. Yeah, it does. It some of them are faded and stuff. It's, she did a really good job. Yep. She did a really good job. And then uh, we did some more shading uh, in between, like, the TARDIS and it coming out of the time vortex and some of the, the galaxy back on my elbow. And then, so the next time I come in, I think we're going to finish the elbow. So I have the full galaxy on the back of my elbow. And then we'll probably do some uh, weeping, one of the weeping angels. We'll probably do one of those. And uh, we'll, right. well, at this point, we're about halfway done at this point. That's, uh, I wish, you know, the viewers could see it and they will eventually, but man, oh, it, yeah. it, it's turning out really well. And like you said, the, the tick marks, I mean, it literally looks like Sharpie. It, it really looks fantastic. The, it, it's crazy. I just, I'm also in awe of just the design itself. Just the fact that that came out of your tattoo artist's head, that whole collage, I guess you could say, or like. That- yeah, Allie is great, man, and I, I've passed out so many cards. So you know, I'll do a plug. You know, if if you're ever in Tennessee, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, then it's you know Black Diamond Tattoo, man. Uh, her name's Allie, and they have Derek in there as well. But Allie, man, she she didn't ever watch Doctor Who, and I I was like, hey, I want a Doctor Who tattoo. I sent her a couple different pictures. I probably sent her about twenty two different pictures, and I was like, now do what you want. And I was like, I want this to be original. I want this to come out of your head. These are just some of the villains and things that I like of Doctor Who. Make your own thing. 
and she took it and she the minute she sent me that design it took like three weeks she sent me that design and i went holy shit that is yeah, awesome it truly is <laughs> it's crazy and then she's changed it as she's been going on like she'll be doing something and go actually i think this would look really cool and then she put like the little streak going between the middle of it and oh man it just it she's done a great job and i can't wait to see the rest of it and have it done and able to go to cons and just show it off yeah you just go cons <laughs> and you're the king of the convention <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, some other stuff that happened for me this week you know after we did last week's episode talking about the city of death i decided to watch, watch it again uh, yeah i decided to watch some more uh, tom baker episodes i was just kind of in the mood mm-hmm. for him and i watched the pirate planet you know which is the second episode in the key you know key of time series they end up finding out that a whole planet is the second segment to the key of time and watching the episode which is a great episode by the way like a great great episode watching it i noticed it'd been a while since i'd seen it i noticed i looked at tom baker's face and it looked like he had like a cold sore or maybe even like a herpes outbreak on his face. And I was, huh. I, you know, maybe that's not impossible. Like, you know, he, I'm sure he was a big ladies man back in the day. He's one of the most famous men in England. I researched it a little bit, A, because I thought, why wouldn't they do a better job with his makeup? And you got to think, okay, well, the other thing is that televisions were not nearly as high definition as they are now so they probably no one would have noticed it anyway because they couldn't tell on their tv yeah but i just i wanted to research it just a little bit more okay come to find out no there was not herpes uh he was attacked by a dog on set and dog like bit his face holy cow yeah so it was like really really weird like i said check out the pirate planet You'll see, look at his mouth, and it looks like, like I said, it looks like he's got scabs on his, on the side of his mouth, and it's really apparent in certain scenes. You can tell that, obviously, the episode was filmed out of order, like most television is. Yeah, they do they do bits and pieces of it, depending on... It, it's yeah. all about location and, and how, you know, cost-effective. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't, hi- you, you couldn't do it. No in order, he, <laughs> depending on where yeah, they're going. Go yeah, you could not set. shoot a movie or shoot anything in order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to go to this set and then move to this set and then move back to the set you were originally. You know. All right, guys, we're going to Egypt, and then tomorrow we're coming back here, and then we have to go back to Egypt to shoot the next scene, and mm-hmm. right, <laughs> yeah, so, or wherever you know, just depending on what you're doing. Yeah, check out the Pirate Planet. You'll see what I'm talking about. It'll uh, it'll shock you. I need to. I'll try to watch it. I have a. Uh, I forgot to uh, cancel that seven day thing. So I have another month yeah, of BritBox. Check it out on BritBox. So <laughs> I have another month of BritBox. Watch that stuff. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's not expensive. I just you know I no, got a month no, of it. Let me watch it, a couple different episodes. And I, you know, honestly, for me, seven dollars a month for classic Doctor Who is worth it until you finish it. Obviously, if you yeah. watch it all the way through in a month, there's a lot of episodes. So it it would be it'd be hard to do that, but. If you can try to power through them, you know, and then obviously the first few doctors are not all of it's complete. So yeah, let's get going with this week's episode. We're going to jump into this week's doctor news. I've got some news for you. Dudes. 
Yeah, we actually have a good amount of. I'm actually was really surprised. We have a good yeah, amount of Doctor News this uh, week. Uh, yeah, this week was ground and, groundbreaking, I guess. Yeah, and that's not even including the the TARDIS and and the outfit that we're going to talk about later. This is just other stuff that just came out of the woodworks, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah. damn. We got all sorts of stuff to talk about this week. Yeah. <laughs> First off, I'll start off with, you know, as everyone knows, we're still over a month away, even after when this episode comes out, because as we said last episode, you know, these things come out about a couple days after we actually record right. them. So we try our best not to say what day it is, you know, what, you know, the date is as we're mm-hmm. talking. We still have, a, even after this comes out, we're going to have about over a month to go into the Christmas special. I mean, you know, once twice, twice upon a time hit screens, but a few more details have been trickling out as we go and what to expect kind of from the, the, now for Peter Capaldi, you know, in terms with the first doctor, David Bradley. But what's really cool is that actually Stephen Moffat had something to say about it. So he kind of went into a little bit more in depth to it. He, uh, he talked about David Bradley, you know, he actually was quoted of saying, uh, David Bradley is such a good swap for William Hartnell. You know, Moffat says in the footage, he, he looks so like him and can, ca- and you can just, he captures the parts so well. Uh, we could actually have in effect, William Hartnell returning to Dr. Who and witness to his great horror what he has become. So that's interesting. Before I continue, that's actually really interesting that Moffat says that the first doctor is going to be like horrified at, at who, who he is, you know, cause you wouldn't think that in your head. You're like, Oh, he's become a better person. You know, yeah. all, this, all that type of stuff, the adventures he's been that, through and everything you think he'd be proud. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, that we've, we've seen, like I've told you before, you know, the way other multi-doctor stories have been set up. Usually that's how the doctor feels. Like, remember, and day of the doctor when the war doctor lands you know in 19 or 15 whatever england and there's the 10th and 11th doctor and he's like you're me like what what's wrong with me you know so usually that's how i guess the doctor well it starts off that way yeah but i mean at the end he was like you know if i'm anything like those those boys well, yeah, it, you know, I'm sure the episode won't end with the first Doctor being like, "Oh God, what have I become?" I'm sure. I, I, I it, it would shock me if that's how they left it off. Like, like that. Oh, that twelfth Doctor was a bad influence on the first Doctor. I would, I would think, and I could be wrong. I would think that the 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 episode would end with some kind of positive message, like the first Doctor goes, "Oh, you know what." I didn't want to change, but looking at my future self, I realized that it's important and that one day I'll become I'll become that great man, you know, so it's time for me to change. Yeah, we talked about that. We had like a, we had a whole episode on right. that. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that in depth. We both had our own like what the finale should look like before the original Yeah, we had <laughs> we talked yeah. about that extensively. But right. I just thought that was interesting that the it's just to me it was the the word choice. You know, it was horror. horror yeah, you know? that is. Yeah, a that was. Word. That was. Yeah, that that was interesting to me. Like, I mean, not kind of taken aback or anything like that. Horror. So, like, he is just frightened by who he's become, and I just got. I, I can't wait to see that kind of interaction between the two. You know what I mean? And of course, you're going to have Peter Capaldi not necessarily liking his older, or I can want to say older self, but you know, in context, younger, younger self. self. Yeah, yeah. A younger self. And the way he views things, he's going to be like, oh my gosh, this dude's an idiot. You know, well, we talked about that too, sense. but that's just crazy. I think it would, the way that he would write it, it would make sense for him to see the first version of himself as yeah, naive, as like we all see young 
versions of our, ourselves, I guess. We always have strong opinions about things, but then once you look at yourself in the, the past and you realize like, why was I so thought I was so right about something or, you know, I, I feel like that's how it's going to yeah. be. He's going to look at the first doctor and go like, why, why was I, I that thought way? I was so sure. Yeah. You know, I thought I was so right type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on. I know you're not a, you're not a Sherlock fan. You know, you don't, you haven't watched it. it it's wrong that you haven't. Yeah. You need to. I know. Um, everyone gets on me about it. Like, <laughs> why don't you, if you love Doctor Who, how could you not like Sherlock? It's not that I hate it. I've never seen it. And you need to. I, maybe you I should to. invest in it. You uh, got to. We'll see. Because you would, you would be as excited as I am. And it's not even like anything crazy, but there, we finally had like a Doctor Who, Peter Capaldi crossover to Sherlock. So we finally had one and it, it's amazing. So it's actually already happened. So what, what had happened is that uh, Peter Capaldi showed up in costume on the set at 22, you know, 221B Baker street at the flat where they shoot for a lot of the Sherlock where Sherlock lives. He actually showed up in costume in his outfit and he was sitting in the chair and they took a photo and they put it on you know, Twitter and all this other sort of stuff. So that was really, really cool because the fact that he actually showed up in costume and sat down on the set of Sherlock. So, cool. I, so like, I guess technically he's been been in it. Uh, Do you ever see that fan-made video called Who Lock? It was a, uh, I, I never clicked on it. I, I've seen it, but I haven't seen actually seen it. No. Yeah, it was like a fan-made video where Sherlock walks into like the TARDIS interacts with the 11th doctor. It was a neat little fan video. I mean, you can obviously tell that it's computer generated, but I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So I just thought that was a nice little tidbit. You would have appreciated that more if you were a Sherlock fan. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I like Doctor Who crossing over into anything. Yeah, you definitely need to get in on that. So, so moving on, the, the essentials, you know, the essential Doctor Who, which is just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, ma- a latest issue, the magazines right. or whatever. Those are actually uh, it, their newest issue of that's coming out. It actually focuses more on the, the tra- it traces the development of time travel in the series, like describing the rules that were kind of laid down and subsequently revised by the series writers and producers. It, it kind of goes through all how it changed. Yeah, it goes through it all. So we're gonna, you kind of get a little bit of that, and it has some. Uh, some people bringing back get brought back into it that kind of go in there and talk and you can see them like talk about it and all that sort of stuff. Now, something really really important that is I think I think we need to bring up is that this year's annual fundraising evening, which you you've probably seen, uh, you know, you, I saw it last year was the Children in Need that they do. Yeah, yeah, they do about that, this time uh, of year. Yeah, every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always for the Christmas special. Uh, it takes it takes place now. I can I can drop this date at seven thirty p.m. on the seventeenth of November. And as in previous years, it will include a preview of the upcoming Doctor Who Christmas special, and it'll be yeah. aired during like the first half hour there. There's a lot of cool photos of like David Bradley and Bill uh, Earl Mackie. With the teddy bear, right? Earl Mackie. Yeah, with the, with the teddy bear with the over the eye I and everything that. like that. Yeah, it's actually really, really cool. And uh, there's a donation page. If you want to donate to that, you can go find it either on DoctorWhoNews.net or just Google Children in Need 2017, and it'll be there. That's so a good little cause. Kind of donate to right, yeah they always do a little fun little but, something with doctor who and children in need all the time they've done you know that was where they did the doctor who fantastic beasts little crossover skit they did mm-hmm. you know every year they've done a little like something you know they did they did that time crash thing where it was the 10th doctor and the fifth doctor they've done 
I don't know if you ever saw this, but there was it was like an I don't want to say an alternate scene, but like a scene in between the end of series one and the beginning of series two, you know, so the doctor regenerated to the 10th doctor, David Tennant. And then as you view the show, what happens is, is he goes, you know, Oh yeah, Barcelona. And then the next, and then the next series starts and he, you know, they stumble out the TARDIS. There's a dialogue scene actually in between that, that the children in need, a special showed really yeah so that it's actually him talking to rose as the 10th doctor in the ninth doctor's outfit then there's they've done thing like in 1993 you know when doctor who was off the air they took every living doctor and did like a special called dimensions in time that was another one mm-hmm. yep yeah i know about the dimensions in time. i knew that one so they've always done cool little things like that so obviously this year is no exception I feel like every week, uh, it might not be every week, but I feel like we're getting, like we brought it up last last time we, we had had one of the actors from Doctor Who pass away. Right. It, it feel like it's just hitting that time. Yeah. People are, you know, the show's old. We're starting to lose a lot of these people. The, the next There's one, a to, lot of people unfortunately, to go. On yeah, well. exactly. Uh, this one was uh, Scott Fredericks. He he passed away. He was he was in Doctor Who two times. Uh, in 1972, he paid, uh, I, don't, I might not get this name wrong, so you, you tell me. Bo- Boaz, 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 B-O-A-Z, in the third Doctor story, Day of the Daleks. Mm-hmm. He played that guy, and then in 1977, he played Maximilian, I want to say Stale Steel, in the fourth Doctor story, Image of the Fendal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, he was, he, he was those guys in those episodes, and uh, so he passed away, 74 years old. So, like I said, we're starting to lose some of these people. It's getting to that, it's, it's getting, uh, classic who is getting, is old right. at this point. It's really old and at I this point, you know? Thing... So, especially when you talk about Fourth Doctor and right. four. Yeah, those, I mean, shoot, even, even, you know, seven. I mean, even five well, and even six, seven, but like, I mean, just the four went Sylvester on for so long. Is getting up there yeah. as well. He's, he's, and mm-hmm. the other thing about Doctor Who that I think we need to know and why it seems like so many people are passing away is the, the fact that Doctor Who has a lot of supporting cast in it. You know, every episode, the change, yeah, they change absolutely. all the time and the episodes have different settings different characters people doing different things working on different things and you know everybody has a, a part you know they even makeup artists you know any any of those things right right yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of people that have worked on doctor who over the years mm-hmm. kind of talking about classic who actually cook media they're releasing their fourth and their the fourth in their collection of interviews from the real time pictures with stars from doctor who uh, this time they're actually focusing on the first doctor uh, william hartnell's era so there's going to be a lot of like exclusive like interviews and stuff like that from people from there different people that played different companions and whatnot it's it's five hours of just pure nostalgia is what they say is is just amazing there so i would love you know if i were to if you were to give me the ability to listen to an interview from from a actor who played the doctor while they were doing it like obviously we have tons of interviews with tom and colin and Peter Davison, every actor who's played the Doctor that's alive today, we have tons and tons and tons of yeah, the, the, every answer to mm-hmm. every question that's ever been asked. But I would love to hear an interview from William Hartnell during the time he was actually on the show. Like obviously, which is less there's just someone has a hidden interview somewhere. Obviously, this is impossible. 
but it w- it would be really cool. I saw an interview with Tom Baker when he was before he even showed up on screen. It was an interview with him on the set, like during production. You know, it was like a little news interview that they were going to show, like kind of leading up to the new series of Doctor Who. Yeah, and you could tell. Firstly, Tom wasn't Tom in full effect, I guess, in the sense that you could tell that he wasn't famous yet. So that was interesting. And then during the interview, I kid you not. So this is before we knew anything about the Fourth Doctor. He's talking to the guy. All of a sudden, he reaches in his pocket, pulls out a bag, and goes, "Would you like a jelly, baby?" And the guy again, we. We haven't, we hadn't seen it at that point. So like no one, the, 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 the guy interview him just goes, oh yeah, sure. And eats it. And like looking at it now, you're like, oh my God, like he did the thing. You know? That's funny. Yeah. He did the thing. Yeah. He, he, so he did it. It was almost like a, it was almost like a little Easter egg that he left for himself later. So it was really cool. And like I said, I would love to, there's so much mystery around William Hartnell. Like, I mean, obviously we saw the movie Adventures in Space and Time, which was great. And we know a lot about how Doctor Who came on the air and why Bill wanted to be uh, in the show. And, you know, he wanted to break away from the roles of the past. But we don't know. We don't know how exactly he felt doing it, you know, and then. It'd also be nice to know after he left how he felt because, mm-hmm. you know, his health was deteriorating and I don't want to say ousted, but he, you know, he left the show. And then I, I, I just, I think that's, that's the most interesting of all. Like he, obviously the first doctor isn't the best yeah, and he's not, you know, my favorite, but I find him the most compelling, like just the, the, the everything around it. Cause he was the first. Yeah. I mean, that, that's still that's that counts for something, you know. Yeah, it all began. Yeah, it's 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 he'll always be the first. You always love your first. <laughs> <laughs> no, that uh, what was it? You you never forget your first. There you go. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Of course, the last little bit of a uh, Doctor news that I really had was, of course, the the costume and the TARDIS, you know, reveal. Uh, we're not going to get too much into that. We're going to talk about that in the bulk of the episode. So, since we're talking about Jody, you know what time it is, Jace? Oh, is it that time? The favorite, best time. It's that time. Okay. And last week, you challenged me to go through and see if we can just have a whole section of this with good comments, right? All right. So this week, it's the, the segment, Good Jody Comments. I'm not flirting, by the way. Well, about that, I looked. (laughs) (laughs) I looked so hard. I even went to another video of the trailer to try to find a good amount of good comments. Don't tell me. There aren't enough. All right. Out of every, like, 50 comments, there's, like, one. So... Maybe this is, this is maybe this is just how I I feel, or maybe this is just how I'm interpreting that. I feel like that 
A, people who people who are upset tend to voice their opinions more than people who aren't. You know what I mean? Like I've had a job where customers could leave they could leave comments or you know what's the word I'm looking for surveys they could leave surveys yeah there you go I didn't know where you were going and most people when they have something good happens or they have good service or they like something tend to just not say anything at all okay let me back that up even further most people don't say anything at all period uh, yeah, we've said that multiple times, too. Yeah, most people just do not voice their opinions. Like we said before, I've never been on anything and right. really voiced my opinion about so something. The, you know, it's just, I don't feel like taking the time to do it. I, I'm going to like it. What do I care what other people say? So there's a sm- small minority of people who voice their opinions. And then of that small minority, there's a small minority of that that usually voice good opinions. Only time people feel compelled to say what they think is when they're upset, you know, is when they, when they want something different. So I feel like the, the, the response online to the 13th doctor is, you know, not telling, it's not letting us know really what people think a, because we, none of us know really Mm -hmm. anyway, you know, there's only there's only a few things to even say about the 13th Doctor. Obviously, the biggest development being, you know, this week. The other thing. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, the, the other thing is, is that people on like, online just they, they just want to, you know, tear it down, I guess. And I would say mo- most of them are trolls and maybe non Doctor Who fans anyway. Yeah, of course. Most of the people that, or people that have watched the show like a few times or something, whatever, you know, people that just want to make a splash, I guess, is what maybe what I'm looking for. Just people that just want to do say stuff because they can. Yeah. Like it, they don't, they don't, they don't know anything about Doctor Who. They've probably never seen it, and they were like, "Oh my goodness, a female! Let me post some bullshit right. on the online on the internet because I can't, I can't really do anything else. Cause I'm living in my mom's basement, so and, and, and it's hard, you know." Like I, I've said this before, that if someone had a problem with Jodie Whittaker being the thirteenth Doctor, and the reason, and it was a reason outside of, you know, the fact that she's a woman, I don't necessarily see a problem with that. It's just that most of the time, the argument is that I see is she can't do it because she's a she. I think this time what I want to do is. Uh... I don't know. I thought about clicking on some of the replies, but I, I can't remember where it is. I think it might have been on one of the other videos that I was trying to look at to find some good comments. One of the things that got me, and I just was like, what? Like, it just kind of threw me for a loop, is one of the arguments, and this may not be verbatim, but the gist of it was, is, you know, the show's been going on for 50 years, and now you want to make it a woman. If you'd have done this back in Classic Who, people wouldn't have cared. I'd be like, I think they would have cared more. Yeah, I don't know. Than they do right now. I, I think the other thing as well is is that the the era that we're living in. Like, imagine if the show came back on the air. You know, Chris Eccleston was the Night Doctor, and then Tenth mm-hmm. Doctor would have been a woman. I think it, at that point it would have been like, 
it still would have been a big deal, but not nearly as a big deal. But now we live in this era of PC culture. So people are, are extreme on both sides of it. Extreme in the sense of like, yeah, you go girl. Like, you know, this is, this is reparation for all the time. The doctor wasn't a woman. And then you have other people on it going, this is, this is the BBC forcing political correctness on us. And meanwhile, yeah, that's what, you know, social, social justice warriors. That's what you yeah. see on a lot of these comments, you know, SWJ social justice warriors. And that's all you see, you know, but um, go ahead and say your comment. I'm going to jump into a few of these because some of these, I, I'm starting, like I, I start where we, every week I start where we left off on the comments from the week prior and I go work my way up. And so that's, <laughs> you that's know, how you know uh, there's no good ones. I think the majority <laughs> of us are stuck in the middle. Like we're just there wanting, you know, we're just like, oh yeah, let's, let's watch it. Let's see how it goes. And we're getting yelled at on both sides. And it just, it makes me sad in a way. I just wish people were a little bit more open-minded. I've said that a lot, so that's not a new thing. Well, you can't judge, and I'm sure I've done it, and I'm sure you've done it, but we shouldn't, is you can't judge something without experiencing it, if that makes sense. Like, a, a, you know, a brand new car comes out, never, no one's ever driven it before, it's just sitting there, and everyone goes, this is a shitty car. No, it's a great car. This is a shit. how the fuck do either of you know? <laughs> like I heard Denzel Washington say something interesting, which was that nowadays we live in a, a in a world where people where news and opinions have to be first, not right. So like people will say things online or through the mm-hmm. social media or whatever trying to get information out as quickly as possible, regardless of if it's correct or not. And that's how I... Yeah, without it actually being true or there any evidence to back it or anything like that. Yeah. So people... Sure. I mean, we obviously do a, a show about Doctor Who, and we get information out, you know, in our own time, as, I guess, as quickly as we, we want. But at the same time, I'm giving, you know, I, I like to think that we're giving our honest, fair opinions about things. Some people seem to be. I do too. And, that, and some, some people seem to be a little biased. Yeah. Well, that's what I like about the, what, what we're doing. And hopefully the fans like it too, is that, yeah, this information comes out and we could, the minute this costume or TARDIS or the new companions got announced we could have done an episode that day got it released talked about it before anything was online that's not what we do we go oh cool and we wait until the next time we do an episode like we do every week and then we just talk about it i'm not we're not here to give you the information first we're two guys that love doctor who that want to talk about it yeah that's what we're gonna do we're gonna talk about the new mm -hmm. things that come out and that's another thing that i pride myself on is i don't base my opinion about any of this stuff on anything else so like I'm no. when we talk about Jody, like when we I remember when we did the very first episode of GBS and we were talking about the thirteenth doctor, I know we probably laced in comments from what other people have said, but we just gave you our honest opinion about it. I don't I know now what people are thinking, but when I first We do a segment on it every week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everyone can have their opinions. I'm just here to give you mine. Sean's the same way. We're we're just giving telling you what we like, 
what we love, what we hate, and don't take what we say as gospel truth or authority. Just for, yeah, don't be take offense to it either. Well, you I can mean, take offense. We to talk it about if these people's want. comments. Well, I'm just saying. Just, we, these people write their comments, and then we say what we think about their comments, whether we think they're dumb or whatever. You know, it's just us. You know, I mean, they probably think maybe they're listen, maybe they listen to the show and go, "These guys are fucking idiots." Maybe you do too, but <laughs> just, just saying. You know, we just give our honest yeah. opinions of it. <laughs> you know, we just talk about what we right. want to talk about. You know, I'm not going to hide anything. I'm not going to pull any punches or anything like right. that. So, do you have any uh, Jody comments then? Yeah, let's yeah let's hop in. We'll do a few. Like I said, there, there's not there's really if I see a good one, I'll let you know. There's uh, not really any though. Uh, this one though, I I don't th- this is someone that I think has not seen the show, and I I'm gonna read it, and I think you're gonna agree with me. Okay, so this person says there is still time. Abandon this idea, BBC. It's ridiculous. If a time lord can change gender, then literally there are no rules to the show. People can meet in the wrong order. Daleks might ally with Cybermen to save the universe? Heck, next they'll probably have an episode where the Doctor meets himself twice. And if any of those happened, I bet my ass there would be a, there wouldn't be another series. Sorry, but if we have to change gender, change gender, then we likely won't have another series. So two of those things that that person just said could happen. Okay, has. so here is my here is Jace's <laughs> official response to that comment. And you guys can quote me on this. There are no rules to Doctor Who. There are zero rules to Doctor Who. People can meet in the wrong order. That happened. That happens. It, it changes like, all the time. Constantly. That happened with River and the Doctor. River and the Doctor met in the wrong order. You know? Uh, the Doctor has met himself countless times. There was an episode yeah. of the five Doctors. The doctor, like, <laughs> doctor Who can literally do anything they can the rules have changed all the time i mean in christopher eccleson's time there's no there's no (laughs) there's no book that is sitting at the bbc office that says here's what you can't do in doctor who now the doctor who holy bible now they go oh this might be interesting let's do it and then they go oh well hold on the doctor uh i know back in the day Something along the lines of Time Lords only get 13 regenerations. Oh, well, well, we got number 11 now. Well, hold on. We added one more. How about this? Let's just let's just have like, you know, the Time Lords just give them some more. Can Time Lords do that? I'm writing it down. So, th- yeah, they can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I, I just people write comments and try to get so like insanely like intricate i don't know if that's the right word i'm looking for but they try to get so in depth and be like they're the best reviewer or commentator or whatever and they don't back any of it up like if i'm sure there's replies there's like four replies to that one comment but i'm not gonna read those but it's just that's just insane to me like of course uh, yeah there are no rules to doctor who yes people have met in the wrong, wrong order i'm sure the daleks and the cybermen will team up to save a universe one day you never know um, but it's just, I don't know, but then moving on the, cause we could talk about that one comment. I feel like for forever, <laughs> but <laughs> moving on this one's right above it. Fuck you. Please just hire David Tennant and please quit with the bad CGI. Like seriously, you took that TARDIS image from Google. Looks like a bad fan trailer that a 13 year old made. This person is talking about the reveal trailer, trailer, mind you, the very first reveal trailer we got 
of Jody as the doctor. It, it, he says it looks like a bad fan trailer. Are you no, retarded? It like, I mean, what? I can understand the sense of wanting to bring David Tennant back because there's a lot of people. Like, if David Tennant did Doctor Who forever until he died, he just kept getting older. I'm sure there'd be a, a lot of people who'd be fine with that. Yeah, and I mean, you got comments like "Let's fuck another franchise." Now that's a sex change, Caitlyn Jenner. Boo, boo, out, out. Someone call the bodyguards. We have a horrid lesbian as the main protagonist. Yeah. Uh, By the way, that's all caps and lots of exclamation (laughs) points. So this person is really serious about that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're really serious. So let's not let's not make them even more angry. This person's a, you know, I always go ahead and say this person's a female, this comment. The comment section getting mad that women won't be overlooked as a second-class people anymore and rightfully demand to get represented as much as media, men in the media since we make up half the um, population. Fair enough. My, okay. <laughs> you do make up about so half the population I on that. I <laughs> would say that one of the things that I, you know, I may, maybe I've touched on this. I, I'm not sure. Uh, we probably have, but I don't want. I, I don't think it's necessary to use Jody as as an example of, I guess, political victory. You know, like this is yes, Jody's the doctor now. This is proving that women aren't this or are this or whatever i'm happy that she's in the role i think it is great that um, women and little girls out there have you know have a doctor finally to finally to look up to but they they've always had doctors to look up to they've just been men i don't see why women can't look up to men and men look up to women I don't see the problem in that. But I, I do understand the sentiment behind, oh, a woman being a doctor, finally. I get that. But I, I, I don't – Yeah. I don't want her to be used as anything more than just a celebrated actor playing the doctor. Absolutely, absolutely. And you have people like this guy that says, how retardous. <laughs> that's Okay, that's you know cool. what? How retardous. <laughs> I, I I I I will commend the wordplay. I, I think that's funny. Oh well, look at this. Wait wait wait. I I guess I overlooked this one. Here it is. Finally, the doctor didn't upgrade. He became a woman. I love this series. Happy face. We got a good comment. I feel bad that I found it. I feel bad that we weren't able to to fulfill <laughs> on our promise. I'll even you know what. Here's what we're gonna do next week. Listeners of the show, make sure to check out facebook.com slash GBS podcast. Send us your comments, messages about what you think about Jody as the 13th doctor. Any comment that's sent, I will have Sean read on the show. We'll be read. I like that. We'll post it in a couple of different forums and a couple of different pages that I'm on. You can do it too. And we'll see if mm-hmm. we get people to talk about it. But we'll end the comments right here because we've talked about this, and I think this is a good one. This one talks about the comments. It goes, the comments in a nutshell. 50%, why is the doctor still not ginger? 30%, stupid social justice worker, feminist, PC crap, some salty person. You know, it's talking about those. 9%, yay. 10%, eating (laughs) snacks, reading the comments. 
one percent one percent complaining about the stock image from the tenth Doctor Tardis. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, 10% I might have fell on that ten percent. So obviously sure we're we talking about Jody, and then oh. you know the big reveal this week was the thirteenth Doctor's outfit, which is always a big deal whenever they reveal what the Doctor absolutely is going to wear. So I, I, I've written down a lot of notes about this. First question, just overall impression. What do you think, Sean? It's I I've seen you know I've seen the other outfits from all the Doctors, though I haven't seen. A lot of classic who I've seen all right. the, the outfits. Okay, so I kn- I know what them all, all of them have dressed uh, dressed in. I know what they all look like this one's. I actually wasn't like. I don't know. I'm kind of like in the middle. Like I don't, I'm not really sure what to think. It's it's different. I like it. Like in a sense, I, I got okay. Well, there you go. I guess I, I guess I like it because you know that kind of just came out the top of my head. You know, but it's it's different. It's. Not what I, not what really what I was expecting, but I don't know what I was expecting. Well, I think you know, that's, you know what I mean. Like, I don't know what I was expecting it to be. I think that's an important thing to note is that with this being the first female doctor, there isn't really a precedent for it. You know, there. Yeah, absolutely. There, they could take a take a chance. I don't. Is that the right word? Yeah. Chance or be bold. I don't. I don't know if that's. Well, I think. But it's, I do. Okay. My f- overall impressions is firstly that um, at least she's not wearing a rainbow coat. <laughs> that that yes. she's not. Poor old Colin. We've talked about him on the show so much about how he was kind of, <laughs> kind of screwed over. But so that's what the first thing is. Uh, you know, I I. Okay, look, the Doctor has had silly outfits all throughout Doctor Who. All throughout it. So for anyone to say, like, this just looks silly or ridiculous or whatever. I mean, I think it matches her. Like, looking at her in it, it's not ugly. I think it's fine. To me, in my mind, though, and what kind of not really bothers me, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly. Uh, Maybe I didn't keep a track in media as much as I do now in terms of Doctor Who back then. But when I saw when I saw Christopher Eccleston and I saw David Tennant and I saw Matt Smith and I saw Peter Capaldi, I didn't really see like a I guess I think I saw it with Peter Capaldi, like a, a reveal of the outfit prior. I never did, personally. So when I watched the show, when they finally got in that outfit, to me it kind of matched the personality that I saw with the Doctor. I don't have a personality with Jody right now. All I see is her in this costume. I don't have a personality to go with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, remember when Peter's outfit was revealed a few years ago? Yeah, I think I think it's the only one I ever saw prior because they called it the magician or the magician's yeah, outfit I mean, or whatever. And we talked yeah, about that a little bit before. I but was around when they showed what Matt Smith was going to wear. And that was interesting just because a lot of different variations – yeah, like if you see what they, the the different things mm-hmm. that they were going with or or thinking about, thank God they landed on they, what they did. But did they did they say that this is the one that he's gonna wear, or are these what we're thinking about? No, no, no. The, it was like later on, like they showed like test okay. outfits, so to speak. Gotcha. Okay. So they did. They do do this all the time. I cause like I said, I never kept track of the media part of it. I just watched the show and had my own opinions right. of it. You know, now that now that I've become a bigger fan, I I keep track of everything that I can. Right. right. So. Yeah. I <laughs> so I guess this is what they do. They always show the outfit. Yeah. Prior. They well, 
Yeah, kind of. I mean, they've done this before, and it's it's not like a tradition or anything, but it's been done a few times before. Gotcha. And I think it's okay. going to be a tradition now. I think the tradition now is that the, the, the you know, new Doctor Who is always going to let us know who the actor, who's going to be the next Doctor is, and then they'll reveal the costume before the show airs. And I think a new tradition that they're going to start doing, I, I don't know it, if it's true or not, I think they're going to do the regeneration on a Christmas special every time now. That's what it seems to be, that they're always going to do the regeneration on a Christmas special. Yeah, it does. It does. It does seem that way. It, it does. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess in a way it makes sense. You're ending well, yeah, it at the like end of the year. The, the, the season's over. Doctor, like a celebration period. Yeah. Like if. Exactly. One final hurrah. Like if we were to, if they would have regenerated the 12th Doctor at the end of series 10, like it wouldn't have given us that period. Like, cause they want the focus of the, the show while it's being aired to be the show. They don't want you to be thinking the whole mm-hmm. time, like, Oh, this is it. This is it. This is when Peter leaves. So I think, and then once the, you know, obviously the series ends and there's a, there's a period of time where we get to like, I guess, celebrate like, oh, he's, you know, he's such a great doctor, yada, yada, yada. Go, you know, going back to the whole costume or outfit with Jody, I like it. I do. There are certain things about it that we, I guess, are throwbacks in a way. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, I, I was going to, I'm going to, I'm going to prequel that real quick before you say anything. I'm going to let you go first, but I'm going to prequel that to, I personally, uh, we were talking about this before the show, I have not looked up any other people's like comments on this outfit. I don't, no, I don't either. know. I don't know. I haven't seen what people have. I saw the little thing with like circles and ones and sevens, and, but I never looked at it, you right. know, and all that sort of stuff to see what people were bringing homages to. So I have my own things that I saw and you have your own thing. So uh, you go ahead and you started it off. Go ahead and start with, start with you. And I'll just say if I, if I saw that too. Okay, we'll, go from well there. I guess the most obvious is the fact that she's wearing like a coat or like a trench coat. And when you see that, you obviously, that a few you times. obviously think David Tennant. At least I do, anyway. Well, nowadays, yeah, yeah, it's the most recent that pops into your head, of course. And I would be surprised to think that this is not because that this is not a thing that she's going to be wearing all the time. Like, yeah, the if you look at the Tenth Doctor's costume, he has that trench coat, but how often is he actually wearing it? You know, he's he takes it off. That's true. He takes it off a lot. So most of the time you just see him in the pinstripe suit. And that's what I, I think is going to happen here is that, yeah, we see her, you know, the doctor wearing that that coat, which here's an interesting thing uh, that I found out because of Twitter. What color is that coat? See, I didn't look that up. Uh, I, to me, it looks it looks beige, but I, I did see that too. It, someone posted it on Facebook, and I ended up seeing it. Where they said it's apparently someone said it's supposed to be like a, a bluish color. Yeah, the the direct the the set or not set the, the I guess the costume director designer whatever said because of the lighting on that picture, it looks like it's a beige coat, and it's not. It's actually like a more muted light blue. Interesting. That's very interesting. Huh. Yeah, it's a little bit blue, so the the it also leads us to believe that maybe the TARDIS in the picture is also a different color, but we'll talk about that in a sec. 
Yeah, we'll do that one in a second. So, uh, so go on. So you, you saw that you got the homage to maybe tenant and with the coat. Right. So then the other big, you know, glaring thing is the suspenders, which we think, you know, Matt Smith. Uh, the I kind of think the boots too, though. The boots kind of. Yeah. Kind of I mean, we've had several different doctors wear boots. Mm-hmm. Now here's where we get into what's different. Something that, that we haven't seen before. Uh, culottes, firstly, which is a feminine thing, which I think is great. Because if you look at that outfit, like, very, very strategic. I can promise you they went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth about it. About should we go really feminine? Should we go really masculine? Should we not? Yeah. Should we go kind of man boyish? Yeah. yeah like- <laughs> so they went, you know, they went right down the middle, baby. They went. They, they, they rode that line the whole way. And I – they did. And I, I they, they did. I like that. I do like, you know, that it's it's distinguishable without being in your face about it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I like the actual color of the you know, of the suspenders and culottes. The thing about this is though, is that we as we have found basically past Christopher Eccleston is that the doctor's outfit isn't a hundred percent, I guess she could change the colors of it every episode. If you wanted to, they could, I mean, we saw different iterations of a lot of the different costumes all throughout I mean, different suits often, and, and all that sort of stuff. Look how often the 12th doctor changed his outfit all the time. Pants, hoodie, jacket, coat, that different color shirt, different color coat, Right. <laughs> looking at that hair. looking at, at that original image that was released before we saw the 12th doctor the, the you know the everyone's the magician image yeah, the one with that, a short gray hair right and then it will obviously was paying homage to the the third doctor picture where he has this hand out you know looking at that mm. outfit i need to find out and exactly how many episodes he actually wore that. Cause I guarantee you it's like less than six. Yeah. And not only that, just do a comparison from the very first time he wore the outfit to what he's wearing right now and the way he looks like, it's like obviously they, the hair, hair everything is completely different. I saw, I saw a thing that goes, it was like, it was Peter Capaldi series eight and he had the short hair and then it was series nine and he got a little poofier. And then obviously series 10 and it went all haywire. Yes. I saw a thing that said the real reason why Peter Capaldi left the show and then it goes series 11 and then it was a giant like tw- 20 foot tall afro <laughs> on his head. Like they that's just funny. couldn't they couldn't they couldn't hold back his hair any longer that's why they had to get him off the show. That's funny. Did you uh did you notice on the on the picture the uh, I mean one of the differences that I noticed was the earrings. She has actually multiple earrings in. She has earrings? Yeah, at the top of her ear, at the bottom of her ear, she's wearing multiple different earrings. No, I did not notice that. Mm-hmm. I have to look that up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's wearing multiple different earrings in there. How did I not um, notice that? And that's completely different. <laughs> that's very different. Wow, yeah. Good eye. Yeah, that's completely different. I also like the socks. The socks look kind of like a TARDIS blue, and you see a little bit of white in there. Mm-hmm. kind of like those. That's kind of neat. Um 
that's just that was the first thing that I noticed when I was watching. Uh, I mean, not necessarily the first thing, but the first big difference is when I was looking at it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Holy shit, she's wearing earrings. Yeah, that's that's new for sure. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely new to me. Uh, you know, I think the shirt, you know, with the stripes on there. Mm-hmm. To me, that was kind of. You might have a different view. That was kind of reminiscent. It kind of reminded me of Bill. Like it did. I don't know what about it. Maybe I mean, you know she wore some different colors and stuff like that. But for some reason, when I saw that shirt, I went, "Oh, Bill." So I, I don't know. It's the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. So I, I mean, I could see that. It's also like somewhat of a feminine sweater-ish thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way the cut is, so to speak. You know, the way that it's cut around her neck. Like men. You think it's a, so? Do you think it's like a short sleeve shirt or like half of a like? You know, I'm not gonna say short sleeve or half a short sleeve. No, you know what I, I mean? I like think, one of those. What kind of shirt I think do you think it that is? is? A sweater. And or not like a or you think a it's just long a sweater shirt, I guess. And the reason I think that is because okay. I was going to bring this up. Uh, the shirt's already on sale; they're already selling it. Oh, uh, so okay. You can already buy it. Gotcha. So it's a long so, sleeve shirt. Again, I don't, I don't know if the, the 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 shirt is through like an official BBC source. So it could be just people assuming that it's a long sleeve shirt. If it wasn't, like if it, I would, I would. I'd be shocked if it was like a tank top or like a you know the sleeves were cut off. I wouldn't if it was like a short sleeve. I you know that'd be one thing, but the sleeves cut off. I I don't think they're gonna do that because it's not. It wouldn't be fun to wear that on set. I guess should be cold a lot. Yeah. Well, looking, you have that picture pulled up right now, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So it's something I was looking at right now. I didn't notice, and you tell me I might be way off fetch here but if you look at the left shoulder there see how it kind of rolls over to the back and then if you look at the right you can see where the sleeve kind of goes into it like it's either shoulder pads or you, is that a hoodie you think it has a, he- a hood to it because the way the seams are look at the seams coming off the shoulders up to the back there yeah it kind of looks like it could have a hood on that coat i think it does have a hood yeah i think it would be pretty interesting a little trench coat with a hood yeah that that'd be cool and well, but again doctor doctor <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, gotta like I said, we gotta remember. I don't think she's gonna wear the coat very often. I just oh no, tenant threw it in the TARDIS. Remember all the time he walked into the TARDIS, threw it on threw the it on the railing right and, away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right away. Yeah. Um, so it's it's definitely unique. But like I said, I want to see a personality with the outfit. Like to me, the the outfit ma- needs to match personality, and I think they all have so far. Like imagine. Matt Smith's doctor in anything else. Well, it's hard to because like, they, they basically wrote the show around it. Like, I mean, ex- yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was, he was, I would like to say, oh, there's the first time they wrote what the doctor was wearing as important. And it wasn't. I mean, obviously, they, the, the scarf um, from the fourth doctor was uh, iconic, you know, so iconic with, with, Doctor Who and and him in general. It's so iconic, in fact, that people see the scarf now and they don't even think Tom Baker. They just think Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, You know, and then the hat, obviously, as well. But I don't know. You know, they they tended to shy away from that with the 12th Doctor. Like, the 12th Doctor, there were obviously comments of, you know, what he was wearing. You know, there was that episode with the, the time heist, he made that comment about, you know, being a minimalist and ended up as a magician. And then there was the comment, I think, from Missy where she said something about his clothes being stupid. 
No, that was River actually in the Husbands of River song. She was the how you oh, yeah, was scanning. That. She was like, scan the whole parsec. She's like, you can't miss them. Two hearts, stupid clothes. So I think, I think yep. that's important to note about the Doctor is a, the Doctor's clothes are almost always dumb. Like they're almost always like different. Who wears the same outfit every day? You know, like of course. Look yeah. at uh, every companion; their outfits change every episode almost. So I don't, I don't think it's nearly as important as we're making it out to be. But this is, like I said, the the first female. It's what doctor. people look for, yeah. And but it's what people look for. Every new doctor, like, what are they going to wear? What are they going to wear? What are they going to uh, wear? I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know? I was excited. I, I I wanted to know what the doctor's outfit was going to be. And seeing this, I think they I think they did a good job. I do too, but I, I just want to see it kind of in action. I know it's weird to say I want to see an outfit in action, but I want to see the outfit in action. Yeah, and I want – it's so hard to do now, but I, I want her to have a thing. You're going, Jace, what do you mean a thing? Well, if, you, I, I, if I'm thinking about what we talked about before, like are you talking like Capaldi had the glasses or, right. or like what are you right. – Yeah, so, I, I told you my opinion. I think it needs to be the screwdriver. Well, no, because every doctor has a screwdriver. I mean, like, okay, so going back. Yeah, but when you think when you think Matt Smith, you think bow tie. that song, screwdriver, and the bow tie. And Fez. But when you see Peter Capaldi, yeah, when you see Peter Capaldi, you have the glasses and the guitar. You don't really think yes, that but the, sonic screwdriver. Yeah, but what I mean is, is I want her to have a thing that is unique to her alone, like the. I, I mean, I can say that. Like the twelfth doctor had sunglasses and a guitar. No other doctor had those items. He also had a sonic screwdriver, but that wasn't an important accessory. So then the eleventh doctor obviously had the fez tie. Tenth doctor had, you know, the the trench coat and uh, the sand shoes. Yeah, had yeah the, had the <laughs> um, sneakers and then the. Eventually, he had the uh, 3D glasses. And that's something I was going to bring up. We were talking about glasses. Is He had 3D glasses. We only saw him a few times. We only saw him, like, what, once or twice with uh, Matt Smith, how he put the little reading glasses on. Right. And then uh, Peter Capaldi had the sunglasses. Do you think she's going to have any type of little pair of glasses or anything? I'm sure she will. I'm sure they'll have something. And then the ninth doctor, uh, he didn't really, I guess you could say his coat, but... I guess he didn't really have anything. Yeah, his leather jacket. The, I mean, that's really uh, his leather jacket. That's really his. That was his thing. The eighth doctor again, not really much. I guess the war doctor had that like belt thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the again, not really iconic. But then we go to the seventh doctor. Seventh doctor had his umbrella, so that was unique to him. Then we had the sixth doctor, the monstrosity that was his rainbow coat. <laughs> and then we had, I love, there was a line Colin Baker said, he's like someone, it was from an interview and he was talking about the coat. And he was like, you know, I wanted to be something a little bit more darker, something closer to what Christopher Eccleston wanted. He's like, but unfortunately, you know, they wanted, Totally tasteless, so totally tasteless is what it had to be. <laughs> nice. Uh, That's funny. Then obviously the fifth doctor had the celery on his on his coat. Fourth doctor had the scarf and hat. 
third doctor, I guess the, the, the frilly shirt, you know, the little, the, mm-hmm. the, the poofy thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know what you call that, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, the second doctor had his, um, uh, recorder, his flute. And then nice. Yeah. I forgot about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, and the first doctor, I guess, you know, was just the first doctor. So, I mean, almost every doctor has had something, you know, like that's unique to them. And looking at this outfit, I guess besides the pants, there isn't anything unique to her. About the outfit, yeah. She'll have to have some sort of like a gadget or a saying or something, you know what I mean? I don't know. And there, there's not – there's nothing out on this that screams like like different. All right. It, it does. But I guess I'm just seeing nothing that makes me think like this is going to be her thing. And I'm sure they, yeah, they exactly. will come up with something. And I, I, I hope that, that she does. I I hope she doesn't reuse the sunglasses. That would be cool. Like, I, I kind of want that to be. I don't, I don't want to use them. All. I don't, I don't want them to ever show up in the show again. I think that, yeah, I think that one, I think that should stay the 12th doctors thing. Cause most people, when they, think of like what the 12th doctor looks like they they think of that magician's outfit and i don't when i imagine the 12th doctor in my head i imagine that episode where he comes out on the tank like with the sunglasses on and the and the guitar when i think the, when i think the 12th doctor i think my cosplay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why i did it i could have chosen any other outfit <laughs> yeah so uh other obviously thing that's featured in the picture is the tardis so yes and as we just said with the the color could be a little off right due to the lighting but there are some definitely first off notable differences on the tardis from capaldi's yep for sure for, yeah there's uh, there's there's a lot so i guess we again we have to base off of this promotional picture uh if we're going to assume that the, the color is what it, it is first thing right off the bat that i noticed was actually the windows I was about to say that. Yeah, the windows, how they're, yeah, the windows are almost completely. Yeah, so they, they have that, like, in a sense. that beige color. And maybe they're not that beige color. Maybe mm-hmm. they're white. But even still, let's assume that they are. That's different because the TARDIS used to have that, like, with uh, the 11th and 12th Doctor had that, like, T shape in it, you know, where two of the windows were different color than the other. At the bottom, bottom left to bottom right, right. they were white or, or or some sort of color, and then the tops were like black. It looked yeah. like you know. So there's that. Obviously, the next thing is is that the again according to this picture, it's not as bright. I guess that not as bright blue. Is that yeah, what you're, the, the, the blue on the TARDIS before was like I mean, man, it was like bing. It blue. And it also didn't have a painted <laughs> color to it. Like looking at this picture, it almost looks like the TARDIS it has that painted finish to it like that mm-hmm. it's well there's a lot like if you do a com- i have i have two i have both tardises pulled up doing a side-by-side mm-hmm. comparison of the two so uh as we as we talk about it just to because there's the windows of course is what you you said to me the it's wider wider than the than capaldi's um it's not as narrow like skinny like straight up and down yeah. it's a little bit wider and width and of course, the font's a little bit different. Not the sign. I'll let you, you know we we we'll talk about sign here in a second. But at the top where it says "Police uh, Public Call Box," yeah. that's actually a different font than uh, Capaldi's. It's a little bit thicker, mm-hmm. a little bit more bold. I guess is the word I'm looking for. A little bit more bold on there. And then the uh, 
the light at the top is actually is a little bit right. a little bit different. It's more of a lantern uh, or a lantern or Capaldi's than it is on on this yep. one. That then um, two of the things we see on the front is the inversion of the sign on the on the front. From at least from it being white in the background and black yeah, words, it's, so it's black it's with this way now with white font. And then we don't have like the St. John's uh, logo on the side anymore. So that's just that's just completely gone. So we have seen the the sign inversion before. I've heard people say things like, you know, this is new. It's not. They've done it. Tom Baker's TARDIS was that way. They did it even in the. I don't think I noticed that then. I was yeah. watching that episode, the Tom Baker episode. I guess I didn't notice. Yeah. Like I said, the TARDIS it, was rarely in that, that way, episode. So. Um, they even did it in that. Uh, do you guys remember back to GBS episode four? I did a little callback to the comic relief special with with um, Rowan Atkinson, and, and that TARDIS had the inversion on it too. So it's been done before, so it's not a new thing. Oh, uh, okay. You know, this. I nothing on this TARDIS is like you know, stands out as being uniquely new. It's just like an amalgamation of things that have happened before. If you take like a super deep look at it, and this is getting like super, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have noticed this if I didn't have the, right. the side-by-side pictures right now. But if you look at the, the corners, like the, you know, the, the posts on each corner at the bottom and kind of near the top, you can see the little indent there. Like it's been etched out right there. That's not on Capaldi's. Capaldi's is just straight up and down wood. This has like a little, like design and like the bottom and on the top there right below uh, mm-hmm. like where the door goes. Mm-hmm. It's like the line from the top of the door keeps going all the way around basically. And same thing with the bottom. The bottom is not as steep. So like it's a lower step to get into it. Now that could just be because right. it's in the grass, but it t- in the photo it looks looks like it's it's smaller. Um, but yeah, there are, it's definitely different. I don't think it's going to be, even though the light lighting is hitting it, I don't think it's going to be as bright as blue. You, yeah, the lighting is not going to change it that dramatically. So it's, it's not going to be as bright as blue. And if you think about it that way too, okay, let's use the light logic. There's a shadow on one side because the light's obviously hitting it on the left. Yeah. So, you know, you can you can go through it that way as well. I, I, I don't know. So there are a lot of differences. Yeah. Like you said before, we've seen a lot of it before. Yeah, I don't but know. the TARDIS changes. It does. That's what happens, guys. It's a new doctor. Okay, so... I don't know where I land, how I feel about the, the change of the outside of the TARDIS. I don't know. I like it. Well, okay. What I mean is like the the TARDIS, the the, 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 the model that they have now looks fine. I'm not saying I don't like it. What I'm saying is that I don't know necessarily why they have to change it. I don't think they have to, but it's 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 something fresh. No, they don't have to. It's something fresh I for guess. a new doctor gets a new TARDIS. We we already know that the TARDIS changes depending on the doctor you know that's in it. You know. So. Well, yeah. Okay. So let me say this: when we're talking about the outside of the TARDIS versus the console room, like the inside, mm-hmm. it's a totally different thing. The inside of the TARDIS, I think it's awesome that the inside of it changes. I like that they do that, and it changes the doctor. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. What I mean is like the outside of the TARDIS changing ever so often. I, I, yeah. I don't really necessarily see why they need to. Now, that being said, on the obviously the flip side of it is if you you know, we saw it in the Twice Upon a Time special uh, trailer that you see the two TARDISes next to each other and you see how much it's changed. 
And if you look at the old one, you're like, thank God they they changed it. Well, you were talking about but, earlier about having things that the doctors is unique. have that are unique. And I'm not saying that every TARDIS is unique, but we they change it to, so that that doctor. So like, if you were to take a, if you were to have a special, mm-hmm. and Jodie Whittaker, Peter Capaldi, Matt Smith, and David Tennant all showed up in the episode, and those TARDISes landed, you could go, "Yep, I know who those are. I know who's well, in that yeah, one, that one, that one, that, that one." You can do that. I don't know necessarily that we need that though. I I think we I think we do. I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just I I like it. I like having that that doctor has a different TARDIS. So that way, you it's just recognizable for that doctor. Mm-hmm. So, because if you had four different Tarses land and they all look the same, you'd be like, "Uh." Well, that, and I what? like that. I like the idea. I, I don't. I like the idea that the Tardis, because I feel like the Tardis is iconic, obviously, in that that it's it's very synonymous with the show. And I like the idea that we don't know who's kind of come out of it until they do. I like. I don't know. I, I don't. I, don't I, I would disagree. It's one of those things I think we're just gonna have to disagree on. And, and some people <laughs> like. The other thing is, is that we're obviously we're ultra fans. Yeah. Most casual fans don't know, like they just see the blue box and they're like, "Oh, I wonder, you know, which doctor this is." So, I guess my point ultimately is that the outside of the TARDIS isn't nearly as important as the inside. I, I don't know. It just depends. I don't know. To me, I, I like. I think they're both important. But I right. guess we're gonna. I think it's one of those things we're gonna disagree yeah. on because I, I completely think the outside needs to change along with the inside because it's it's a different person. It's a different actor. It's a different you know actress at this point. Well, um, you gotta think companions. about the, the logic of the the show as well. Is like why would the why would the doctor change? subtly change minute details about the outside of the TARDIS. It reflects the, it's supposed to reflect kind of the personality, I guess, of the, the doctor in a sense. Does you know? it though? This one has more, this one has more etchings and stuff like that. And I don't know, it looks a little think, nicer, not really nicer, but it has some, I think I guess, that's uniformity us projecting to it. on it. Maybe. And that, that could be 100% it. That's just my feelings on the topic is I, I, I would hate I would get so tired of seeing the TARDIS if every TARDIS in every season was the same. I agree about the console for sure. Like the inside of the TARDIS. No, I think the outside, I would still get tired of seeing it. I think it should change. If, cause I would get so tired of like, oh my God, just show me the inside then. Like this way I can be like, oh, cool TARDIS, you know? I don't know. That's just me yeah. personally. I, I enjoy the changes on the outside. Yeah. I I, I don't know if... We'll, I think they're necessary. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get a if we'll get a preview of what the console is going to look like until, you know, series episode one of. Yeah. You know what I would like to see happen on that though, is episode one, you get, maybe you get a companion, maybe you don't, I don't know, but you get a companion and they're in the TARDIS and it looks like Peter Capaldi's. Okay. It's the, the console room, the console room on the inside looks like Peter Capaldi's even the outside. Okay. Let's say all of it is Peter Capaldi's TARDIS. All of a sudden the companions are in there and she hits the go. She throws the switch up. Like it zooms in on her hand, throwing the switch up, zooms out, and it's a completely different TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny. I saw uh, a video. God, I can't remember what it's called. God, they need to hire me as a writer, dude. I <laughs> mind fuck some people. Like, <laughs> I would mind fuck the shit out of some people. I saw a, a, it was like a, a short little cartoon about what, you know, the new doctor is going to be like. And the first oh, thing I, I can't stop thinking about myself right now. So, I'm sorry. 
regenerates. Boom! It's the thirteenth doctor's Jody. She all of a sudden she she shivers and goes, "Ooh, has the TARDIS always been this cold?" (laughs) 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 I mean, it's it's a a stereotypical thing that women are all. Oh, uh, guys, I'm sorry not to be stereotypical, but that means she's not gonna be able to fly the TARDIS very well. You sexist! How dare you, sir? <laughs> um, another thing I saw was a Dalek rolls into the the TARDIS or something, and it goes, you know, where is the Doctor? And the, uh, she goes, I'm the Doctor. And then it goes, No, the Doctor is a man. The Doctor has always been a man. Hashtag not my Doctor. So like. So oh, like wow. the Dalek, that would like be the Dalek was the voice of all the people complaining online. <laughs> if we yeah. can find someone who can do a really Dalek, the good Dalek impression, we're gonna have them read Jody comments. <laughs> you know, I want there to be like an episode where she breaks the fourth wall for a minute and she like reads mean mean tweets. Someone's saying something about this Jody Whitaker person on Jody, Twitter right now. Yeah, um, I mean they've done certain <laughs> things like that where. Yeah, they've broken bit. the fourth wall a little bit, but I just think that'd be funny. I think it's like so. I saw on the Twitter that this Jodie Whittaker person is becoming the Doctor. Well, yeah. I'm the Doctor, but people do not like it. That would be like <laughs> a, that would be fun to have a little video like that leading into Series Eleven. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I'm oh, telling you, dude. I gotta. Why? I, I I need to quit this. You know, I enjoy the show, guys. No, 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 no. I'm out. I'm gonna go be a writer. For BBC. No, we, we, I found my calling. <laughs> we need you here at GBS, unfortunately. Uh, okay, well, you, I need a better salary. <laughs> we well, we can negotiate that off the air. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, the, again, you know, I guess the overall point or impression I get is good, positive. I like it. Yeah, I, I think I it's s- great. Uh, I like the changes. I'm now the big the, the kind of like the final thing we're waiting on it, it, there's really not too much else is to see what she's like yeah really and the companions that's all we are waiting on now we got everything else yeah i don't think we're gonna you know obviously we're getting the preview for the children in need thing so we'll get a little bit from that though i i don't think there'll be anything about the 13th doctor in that little clip it would no absolutely would, not shock the hell out of me if it did so i, I don't think we'll get- it would yeah and it would be on the internet that day so what's well, gonna be on the internet no matter what yeah but if, since it's just a little tidbit it's not gonna be as big as if you just all of a sudden there's jody you know what i mean so yeah i mean i'm not gonna look so, at it anyways i'm not spoiling anything for myself for the christmas special in terms of like seeing any images i mean it took you forever to get me to watch the actually i think the very first time you got me to watch the trailer was on the show i think no i think i watched the trailer right before right before the show we did an episode on it where we talked about it but i always typically try to stay clear of that stuff i want to keep it to myself until that well comes you're out. stronger than me yeah oh that's that's <laughs> just that's just a fact <laughs> uh, so i like it I, I i don't think we're gonna get any more anything until until I, the Christmas episode. Uh, I think news is going to be dry until the Christmas episode. There's not going to be a whole lot of new reveals and stuff until that until that time. No. Um, I did notice... Ooh, I, I did not believe that I didn't talk about this on Dr. News. Bradley Walsh actually had like a little tidbit where he talked about the... In, t- 
intense security they have to go through every time they go to the set. They have to do, have to actually have to do a full body screen when they go in and leave. They they go through all sorts of stuff to make sure that they're like their their scripts are in, uh, like in line with gold. So like they, that way they'll like go off and stuff like that if you try to like take them and all this sort of stuff. So that way there's no spoiler or uh, leaks or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, the leaks have gotten really bad now. Speaking of on set, there was a picture. They started filming for series eleven, which is yeah. cold and obviously very very secretive. There was a picture of Jody. I think she was getting coffee or she was leaving the set and she was in she was in peter's outfit so she was wearing the 12th doctor's costume she had like a uh, coat if, she had like a coat if on i was that, like to keep her warm but yeah it was if i was a director or producer or anything like that everyone's cell phones and cameras and stuff would go into a box it, yeah but i think this was a fan who did it and she was also not like on set set she was like leaving set and again, it's yeah. Just, well, I'm just saying, like, the world is so connected now. Again, it's it's almost impossible to to not know beforehand. Yeah, and I I would like to think that they could do it, but and I it's, it's not like that's a spoiler. I mean, we're obviously going to see her in that outfit, so yeah, yeah. It's that's not a spoiler, obviously. Yeah, she unless the doctor got naked and then regenerated. I don't. Yeah, she. Now, if we saw her with a picture of like the companions or like walking with the companions or something, then that'd be kind of shitty. I'd be like, oh well, fuck. Yeah, because we haven't seen it yet, you know. Which is why I don't try to typically look for that stuff. You know, when I do Doctor News or I'm looking for things to keep myself in up up on Doctor Who, there's a lot of things that I try to avoid mm-hmm. right now. So yeah, yeah. But I'm excited. It's 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 getting closer and closer to getting the Christmas uh, special, and then after that, close is when the real drought starts. Oh, don't remind me. So remember, we're almost we're almost to the month point away from the Christmas special. After that glorious glorious time, because I'm gonna go watch it in theaters. It's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to wait a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be. And time. it's going to suck. Oh man, it's gonna be awful. The only thing that's gonna keep us going is this: you guys, as the fans and the mm-hmm. viewers, and then of course conventions that we go to so that's the only thing gonna keep me going because it's well I oh, can always man watch old episodes and then audio adventures and stuff you can watch old episodes and audio adventures and cry that the new season's not here yet yeah that's what i want to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh that's gonna do it for this week's episode of gbs i'm jace and i'm sean and we're hopping in our targets and we'll catch you guys next week <laughs>